0: Last name ever, first name greatest. Like a sprained ankle, boy, ain't nothing to play with. Started off local, but thanks to all the haters, I know G4 pilots on a first name base. Hello and welcome back to Gossip Happy Hour. This is your host, Riley Wilkes, and I'm thrilled for all of you guys who watched my last interview with Khalil. It was my favorite episode probably today. It was my first interviews really with someone as big as him. The numbers aren't really quite there like I'd like, but, you know, I've been reaching out to him. We're trying to get him to promote it a little bit, so... When that goes down, I'm sure they'll skyrocket. Hopefully it does. But in the meantime, I'm excited to give you guys some new content back to just me this week. So I'm just going to be answering some things, some of the beef that's going on and how I feel about most situations. There's not a ton going on, but there's a few things I'd like to dive a little more deeper than I usually do into. So we're just going to get started with that. So the first thing sort of going on, the main thing I want to talk about, because there's a little more than just the headlines, is Bryce Hall's beef with Dave Portnoy. So as you guys may know, Josh Richards, Bryce Halls, one of his best friends, former roommate, former SPLAY member, does a podcast called BFFs with Dave Portnoy. It's been controversial for a while. A lot of people seem to like it. Dave Portnoy, for those of you guys who do not know, he's the owner of Barstool Sports. Their fan base is toxic sometimes, but it's a loyal fan base. So they do sort of recapture what Josh is T Talks did. They just recap all the TikTok drama. He just sort of explains it to Dave, and they have like an assistant who asks, I guess, is like promotes like the feminine side of it. I don't know. But Bryce originally went on to that podcast with Josh and was like, but, but it's Dave, like Dave came to LA or something. Apparently, there might have been some beef back then, but he did the podcast. They talked a lot. That was before he was officially dating Addison. And then it sort of started to all go downhill when Alex Cooper, host of Caller Daddy. Came onto their podcast and sort of was like raiding the Sway Boys. And she said Bryce looked like Slid the Saw. It's not that like when we hear that, like, okay, they hear that probably all the time, like, just a little hate. But Bryce took it personally and started tweeting, like, him and Blake. I, I went over this a long time ago, but like, him and Blake sort of started tweeting at Alex, like, that's bullying. Like, imagine if we do it. Like, a middle aged woman talking about us. Like, it's weird. So from that point on, his relationship with Dave was like over. Like, it was probably too far down to like really recover. So like it became an issue and Blake sort of like made up with Alex. I think, I think they followed each other or something, but Bryce didn't really do that. And he doesn't have to, like it's Bryce's own feelings. He doesn't have an obligation to be friends with Dave or support that podcast in any way. And Dave has been talking about sort of like getting him to come on and everything. And so that didn't happen. And the drama sort of stopped. But recently Josh and Dave, got Trisha Piedis on the um, podcast. And as you guys know, I'm pretty sure Trisha is very controversial for good reason. She's like pretending to be transgender, non-binary, all that for clout. She's pretending to be Jewish, tried to like claim the Jewish religion as her like own and that she's like part of the community. When a lot of Jewish creators have called her out on that, she doubles down. She's like, I think made from people with eating disorder eating disorders and like anorexia and stuff like that so not a great person I think she might have hailed Hitler and been like Trump supporter and two different things but I think she might have done that in the past too so again she was a huge proponent in the Charlie D'Amelio drama with the snail a few weeks ago so she's pretty hated right now on TikTok anyway so they had her on obviously they saw it as like an opportunity to get views and get reactions and get what they want to do is controversy the whole point of the podcast, and I'm pretty sure they've omitted it, is to, like, keep controversy and to spark headlines and to be trending. So Trisha's interview with them did just what they hoped. It started talking about, like, the Amelia drama and sort of her, Trisha's background and everything. And then they gave her, like, a list of celebrities or influencers and sort of, sorry about that, told them, or to like rate them or give their feelings on what they that uh, and Addison appeared as you guys know Bryce and Addison are officially boyfriend and girlfriend and she said something along the lines of Addison I, like I've canceled Addison like I don't like her vibe stuff like that so she said something along the lines of on a former podcast apparently rubbed Trish the wrong way she said something about like how really no one's gotten as famous at her, so it's hard to, like, t- find someone to talk about. Like, I think it was taken out of context, meaning, like, Addison meant, like, she hasn't really felt someone she can relate to because, like, maybe because of all the hate and everything that comes with being that popular. And that, that's just true. Besides Charlie, I'm pretty sure Addison's the second most popular person on TikTok with, like, over maybe 80 million followers. So what she said isn't wrong yet. Yeah, I can see how it maybe came off the wrong way, but Addison's clearly not a bad person, look, she's like one of the most humble creators and she called, basically called Addison Arrogant, which is literally what Trisha is. Trisha claims to be uncancelable and just doesn't give a shit when she gets cancelled or when she gets called out. Rightfully so, because I don't like the word cancelled. But, she, so she said she would cancel Addison and Bryce commented that they should just stop the podcast, honestly. And love Bryce, hate Bryce, whatever. I love, I like Bryce. I don't love any of these influencers because I don't know them, but whether you like him or not, whether you agree with his past actions or not, Bryce Hall is the only person that consistently stands up for Addison. He's the only person that defends her through thick and thin and will be the one person that will go to Twitter, will start beef, will go on rants no matter what it takes to defend as a girl. And that's a good thing. And as you saw a couple weeks ago with the snail drama, everybody rushed to defend Dixie and Trump, as they should, because they didn't do anything wrong. But, like, where's this energy with Addison? Addison gets canceled For the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my entire life, and really, there's no other influencers, other than Bryce, that really stick up for her. And Addison would do that for everyone else, and I'm pretty sure she has. So Bryce is a loyal dude, and he liked a comment saying like, Bryce sticks up for Josh, but Josh never sticks up for Bryce back, and that that's true. So I don't know how their friendship is right now, but. Bryce sticks up for everybody. It's not even just his girlfriend, Addison. He sticks up if anyone's calling out Josh. Look what he did during the little huddy Josh drama. He went, he hopped a fucking fence over the hype house to talk to Chase about it. He made a diss track with Josh when it wasn't even about Bryce. Like Chase didn't do anything to Bryce, but he was in it with his friend. He was there for him. And Josh was like, well, you're just canceling Addison, but he didn't defend her. And if it was someone asking Bryce about Nessa, he would have immediately shut that down. So I can see how Bryce – and I don't think Josh is a bad dude, but I can see how Bryce was quick to judgment and was kind of pissed off at Josh for not, like, saying anything about his best friend's girlfriend. And even his friend, because Josh knows Addison. Josh knows Addison's a nice person. And Josh does sort of let Dave get away with that whatever the fuck he wants. Like, he lets him say anything. He doesn't really interrupt. He'll just maybe be like, I don't know about that. But, like, Josh, you got to stick up for your boy. You got to stick up for your boy's girlfriend. You got to stick up for Addison. Like, just do the right thing in those situations. We're not asking you to be a champion on par – of a part of anybody, just do the right thing sometimes. Like when you know something is just wrong and someone's spreading blame information, that's where you gotta stick up for him because that's what Bryce would do for you. So you see where Bryce's anger comes from. And again, Bryce really hasn't even been in controversy about himself in the past weeks. Everything that he's been through, where he's been trending, is because he's doing something with other people. He's sticking up for someone else. His people with Lilotti, he's sticking up for Addison. His beats with FaZe Jarvis, sticking up with Addison, sticking out with Griffin, all of his friends. like there's a common connection and that's that he stands up for his people. He stands up for his girlfriends, friends, family, and he's not going to back out from that. And we don't see that with a ton of other influencers. So the next thing I kind of want to discuss is big news, pretty much. It's the Demilio family, Hulu and them have announced that they are going to be having their own reality TV show, which I talked about a couple of months ago, like that is coming, like that's going to be something that happens, especially sort of with the downfall of keeping up with kardashians they're going to look for another sort of to groom like in a not in a horrible way like grooming is usually but like in like a nice way like they're going to groom them to be the next family the big family and so like it wasn't a surprise anybody i'm not sure why some people took it badly but there have been sort of trends on tiktok sort of like this one girl posted that i had to like duet and say like they're like i can't believe they're getting a tv show they're so boring who gave them a platform and i sort of called her out like they literally do nothing wrong, yet y'all are just hating. Like, you literally don't have to watch the TV show. No one is going to afford to. I promise. And she was like, I'm just saying, like, I think they're boring. It's not that deep. And I'm like, no, but you added who gave them a platform. Like, they're undeserving of it for some certain reason. And this has been a continuous trend of jealousy on Dixie and Charlie because you think they did nothing to get famous. Guess what? No one really does on this app. It's all good-looking people. It's all dancers. It's all funny creators. And you were jealous that you do the same thing. You didn't blow up. There are millions of people who didn't who do the same thing. They don't blow up. It's just how life goes. It's random. It's coincidental. Charlie was one of the first, and she got blown up. And you would do the exact same thing she would if you were in her shoes. I guarantee you that. You would not want this hate. You would not want to be called boring. Who gave him a platform? You guys did. You guys blew her up. She's at 100 fucking million followers. You can't be mad now that she's getting opportunities because of you guys blowing her up. And I just don't get, like, you literally don't have to watch the TV show. Like, it's a TV show that you probably weren't going to watch anyway, so why do you care? Guess what? I hate Criminal Minds. But I'm not going to call out, like, who gave Criminal Minds a platform? Like, who gave them a TV show? Because I think it's boring. Because that would be stupid. That's what TV show is. It's subjective to everybody. Clearly, she has done something right that she's been able to sustain her level of fame, grow it at an unrecognizable place become one of the fastest influencers to ever reach that level. Maybe the only person, especially at this young of an age, she's 16 and she has a hundred million followers and she's getting her on TV. show. That's a pretty fucking big deal. So it's just like, yeah, it might not be that deep for you, but you guys have to realize what you were saying and how it sounds. It comes off. You just seem jealous and you want the boys to pick you and like for what you're tearing down other women just to like get likes, maybe ten thousand likes at the most. Like Charlie's not gonna see that. what well, she might and that would suck for her. But like she's gonna see that. She's not gonna give a shit. She's gonna be like, oh, okay, well I have hundred million followers, you have three thousand. Like there's no point. And she didn't even do anything horrible if this was Zoe or a different situation. And yeah, maybe I don't understand, but like it's not. Charlie's biggest controversy is eating a snail. Or no that was not just laughing at like Dixie eating a snail. That was that was her biggest mistake. And you guys took that so liberty. So Charlie's here to stay. She's not going to anywhere. Just get used to it. It's like you're wasting your time thinking about stuff that you can't control. So that's what leads me to my next segment is sort of the top five people on TikTok influencers that I think are going to stay around after TikTok's over, pretty much. Like we've seen with Musical.ly, you've seen like Jacob and Satorius and Baby Ariel that were like the influencers on Musical.ly not be as relevant. Yeah, they still have millions of followers, but like. They're not really in any big deals, anything like that. Jacob still makes music, I think, and he's become a stoner. So I guess that's a new thing. But there's only going to be a few level of, like, influencers that I think is actually going to make it. So number one, you have the D'Amelio sisters who are clearly going to be. Like I stated in the past section, like, they have their own reality TV show. She's been in a super com- girl commercial. She's from Jennifer Lopez. Like, they're here to stay. Next we have, I actually think Little Huddy will be here to stay for a while because – I think he'll go into something like he's been in an MGK music video that just announced recently that he's going to be in another movie. He's going to be a fashion model. Everyone loves his fashion. Like he's here to stay too. And especially if he stays with Charlie, whether dating or whether or not, he's going to be in the news. His name is going to be relevant for a long time to come. Next group of people I think is going to be, I think Bryce, I think Bryce will stay because as you see, he started with some A-list celebrities. He has shown the necessary tools to move past a controversy to not let that tear down his career and to sustain his following. And I think he, what he's doing right now is he's already talking openly about how he doesn't want to be a TikToker. He wants to be a YouTuber. His YouTube platform has over 3 million followers, I believe. He's going to be, I think he will be the next Jake Paul. I think he'll be the next Logan Paul where they're doing what they're doing now. I also think Bryce could go into boxing. There's so much avenues Bryce could take with his platform that he's bound to succeed in one of them next up and these are kind of hard because there's so many right now you're like oh him 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 her her." that's just like it's not hard but the next one is addison right addison is already bigger than tiktok she might be bigger than charlie not because of following but because of sort of the people she knows addison ray is hanging out with kourtney kardashian yeah kourtney kardashian she's not going away like that's that's the only thing you need to know about is who she is with right now who's her group and how many songs are being written about her? That started with the beef with Bryce, with Lil Yachty, was he mentioned in her in a song. Like, that's going to keep happening. Like, she's that big now to just expect that. And then the last one, oh, this was tough. Like, there's, like, after I feel like those are the four major people that I'm like, okay, they will stay because they are already separating themselves from the rest of people. You know what I mean? It's like I don't think these comedy creators will be here to stay. I don't think these most of the dancers will be here to stay. Like it's hard to really. So I picked Josh Richards because whether when I dissed him earlier into the whole Dave Portnoy thing, he has gained what most people don't is he has gained at his following in two separate directions. Now he started off with his following for a while. It was obviously the twelve year old fan pages. The people that think he's hot, that was his main avenue as with most people on TikTok. But this whole thing with Dave has allowed him to grow in another direction and allowed him to gain following from the Barstool community, which is very loyal and they're not gonna let him give up. So if he can continue that, continue working with Barstool and other companies like that, he will not fade off. And I think his also relationship with Bryce will help him. His relationship with Nessa, Jaden, et cetera, like those will help him stay relevant. Like, I don't think Josh plans on going anywhere anytime soon. It depends how quick his podcast with Dave runs out because I don't think he'll be here for a while. If Dave and him can sustain this connection that they have, which they do, they do really have a connection and they make a good podcast together. If he can sustain that, then he can do whatever the fuck he wants because that will allow him to have the following base he needs in order to do it. So for the next segment, I'm going to go over the top five influencers I'd like to have on my podcast. And I'm going to go to a pretty short because I'm going to clip it, you know, everything like that. So top five would be, for, number one, I'd love to have Anna Shumate on. I feel like she is one of the most genuine TikTokers who really talks about the struggle of it. And I would love to have a good conversation on her and how it affects her and everything like that. And living in the non-content house would be a cool subject to talk about too. Next would be James Wright, because he's really one of the first openly like real big influencers of, of a man to come out as bi. So I'd sort of love to talk about the reaction towards that, how he's doing now, sort of how it took him the courage to do it. And then I would also love Noah Beck. I, just because I've interacted with him so many times, I feel like we're already friends now, and I'd love to have an actual conversation with him. And I feel like we would have really easy conversation. And... Next to Riley Hubatico, I think that's how you pronounce it. Sorry if it's wrong, but she is one of the most beautiful people on the app. And I would love to have a conversation with her. And she's actually really funny and like really relatable. So I feel like that would be a good podcast. And then five would be obviously Bryce Hall I feel like I sort of get him. I feel like I could help him with sort of management advice, you know, tell him how to like really win every beef he has. I mean, he does a pretty good job at it, but I would love to like sort of get into his mind about like when he is in a beef, like how he's thinking and everything. So that's pretty much it for the top five people I would like to have on my podcast. If any of you guys see that, you're welcome on any day of the week. Just let me know. Shoot me a DM. And the last thing I sort of want to discuss is not TikTok related, but it's something a little more serious. Um, so trigger warning for anyone that was like abused as a child or anything because it's going to go heavily into that. So Eric Menendez has been trending on Twitter, like making third of him. Everyone's like talking about it, which is a great thing and everyone sort of like fallen in love with him. So if those of you guys who don't know, because a lot of people don't, I've actually been studying this case for a while because I find it fascinating. And I really, I'll tell you later. So Eric and Lyle Menendez were two wealthy kids living in Hollywood. Their dad was a film producer, as well as their mom, I think was an actor. So they were very wealthy. They lived in a home previously owned by like Michael Jackson, I think Prince, etc. And, during 1993, I think it was, one of those years, Eric and Lyle killed their parents. It was a huge deal, national news, because that just didn't happen in Beverly Hills or Hollywood. That was just unheard of, especially your parents. Like It was a gruesome, bloody, it was an awful murder scene. And it was later revealed, at first everyone was just like, okay, they did it for money, because they did go on a spending spree after... The death and their inheritance however it was later uncovered that they eric especially was sexually abused by his father from like when he was six to when he was 18. lyle was sexually abused only from eight six to eight but then later sexually abused by his mother and so The killing happened because Eric was supposed to go to UCLA for college, finally escaped from the nightmare reality that he had. And his father refused to allow him to go to UCLA, that he had to stay at home. And he he told Lyle, and Lyle didn't know what was happening to him too. And they were deathly afraid that their parents were going to kill them. Because if they ever told a soul, his dad let him know that he would find him and kill him so they killed them and there was proof of abuse there was pictures of the kids naked there was pretty much every living family member they had testified in order in favor of the abuse and it was horrific if you guys can if you guys want to go look up their testimony if you watch that testimony and tell me that you don't think it happened i don't know what to say people back then said it was acting because it was really hard to believe that a father could do this to his son which shows how sickening it was so but like if if that was acting that he is the best actor in the history of the world that wasn't acting you could see real pain from them and the jury believed it for the most part they were it was mainly divided between men and women there's a show law and order true crime on nbc you can find it on like websites and stuff that detailed the jury room and like how they thought about it the women believed him; the men didn't as you would expect from most of this case because women are usually more empathetic and understand and they were split they eventually decided that they were going to deplete, find them guilty not of first degree murder but a second degree murder but one juror refused to do that he just refused to believe that this could happen and just, his eyes set on that they were never abused. So they were deadlocked, it caused a mistrial. The judge, who was extremely sexist to their female lawyer, refused to his power and ruled against her for no reason and refused to let her strike motions or anything like that, was the judge in the second trial. But this time he refused to allow any evidence of abuse or any allegations or any testimony pertaining to abuse into the trial. So obviously the jury convicted them of first degree man's murder. They're sentenced, they luckily didn't give them the death penalty, but they are sentenced to first to life in prison without probation. So, sorry. So true crimes and like victim stories and people that are wrongfully in prison have lovely been included in TikTok. There have been petitions, awareness spreading and everything, which is amazing. I've signed a bunch of petitions myself and I'm gonna to try to do the most I can because I've been following this years and I've been hoping they get At least an appeal. Give them a new trial with the evidence included in there. That's only fair. So the one issue has been thirst traps. And Eric's a good-looking guy, I understand. And thirst traps are just him, like, walking to the courtroom, everything is fine. But when you make thirst traps of him testimonying to the abused, it does romanticize the abuse. And that has become an issue. because It's not what we want to happen. We can sip over this, man, because we don't really necessarily believe he did the wrong thing because of what happened to him. We can understand. And I. Th- the best thing we can do is show clips from the testimony, show evidence, not show it because that would not be allowed, rightfully so. Promote petitions. That's what we can do. Call representatives. Call Trump if you have to. He would never do that, but never know. And that's what we can do right now to help him. Making thirst traps of him explaining his abuse would not, it just is not helpful anyway. It probably triggers people who were abused, and it just romanticizes this whole situation. So I just want you guys to know there is a line between them, and just don't cross it. It's very easy to tell what the line is. It's just, again, I understand that you guys want to support him as much as you can, but third traps of him testimony, giving his testimony particular is not a good idea because it's just not a situation that should be, like that, pictures of him, videos of him doing other things. Yeah, I, okay, that's fine. I'm not going to control that, and I understand. because when it comes to that, like the really deep stuff, don't do that. Let's talk about that instead, instead of just posting thirst traps about it. So that's just one situation I did want to talk about. I know it's hard, and I know it's kind of a gut punch to hear, but it just is something that needs to be talked about, and justice, I believe, should be served, and it was not served. So that's all I really want to talk about today. There wasn't no a ton of drama, but I actually really liked sort of talking about this. I do love diving deep into a little sort of sections of drama and really giving my full perspective on it because it's important, I believe. So thank you guys for listening. Make sure you share these quick. I'm gonna. So I've actually started recording myself doing it. So I've done it via Zoom. I can record myself talking because I don't like. It's not gonna get trending and my podcast won't get views or anything if I just post a screenshot of the episode, which I have been doing. So I'm going to start posting these clips of me talking about it on TikTok and everything, hopefully attracting reviewers and listeners. So duet them, share them, like them. Everything you can do to support this podcast would be great because I'm not giving up on this podcast. This podcast will be something in a year at least. So thank you guys for listening. I don't really know how much to thank you guys because it's overwhelmingly and the support i've gotten is a fantastic so have a great week have a great christmas um, enjoy your christmas break take a nap do eat drink water i will be posting next sunday at least because i'm not taking a holiday off like no and i'll be with my, po- my cousins who are very interested in the subject too so I'll, i'm probably gonna have some good conversation with them about it so again have an amazing holiday break whichever holiday you guys celebrate and I'll see you guys next week. All right. Love you guys. She's a beast. I call her karma. She eats your heart out like Jeffrey dumb Be careful. Try not to lead her own shawty heart is on steroids cause her love is so strong you may fall in love when you meet her if you get the chance you better keep her she's sweet as pie but if you break her heart she turns cold as a freezer that fairy tale ending wood a night and shiny armor she can be my sleeping beauty i'm gonna put her in a coma Damn, I think I love her. Shot it so bad. I sprung and I don't care. She rapped me like a roller coaster. Turn the bedroom into a fair. Her love is like a drug. I was trying to hit it and quit it. But little mama, so dope, I messed around and got addicted. So you wanna play with my Boy, you should know what you're for. You should know.